We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hockey fans, I'm Paul Bruno here with AJ Schultz as we bring you the Thursday edition of our DFS series of podcasts from Rotowire with the NHL Thursday podcast. Before we begin, I'd like you to, ri- to remind you that you can follow me at Statsman22 and you can follow AJ at AJ Schultz24. That's AJ S C H O L Z 24. You can also look for our weekly hockey NHL show called Puckcast with Statsman and AJ which record every Tuesday as well. All right, AJ, now that we have that, that promo stuff out of the way again, let's take a look at tonight's schedule before we consider our FanDuel options. But I know you have a reminder for our listeners first. Yeah, as always, before we get on with the program, just want to remind everybody uh, that throughout the week, if you have questions about your lineups, fantasy hockey, uh, whether that's daily or uh, season long, or just uh, hockey in general, uh, you can tweet at us, and we'll try and answer your questions during our next uh, next show. As Paul mentioned, you can follow me at AJSholes24. You can follow Paul, the Statsman, at Statsman22. And I, I got to say, AJ, we got a few fellows that uh, ask us questions every week, and it seems to be the same guys. I think they're getting a tremendous edge on the competition in their leagues because I know we're giving them good advice, and they're telling us so themselves. Uh, they want to keep us a secret, though. They don't want to even share with the rest <laughs> of their league mates, which is a little disappointing, but maybe at the end of the year they'll give us that plug. In any case, I love, I love the opportunity to answer those questions, and I know you do too. And you and I don't even agree all the time, so that's pretty cool as well. Uh, Let's get into tonight's game schedule. There's eight games on tap. Uh, I'll take the first four, AJ, and we'll include the lines and uh, the over-unders here. Uh, Dallas at New York Islanders. The Islanders are a minus 10. I'm kind of surprised that they're the favorite in this game. It's an over-under of 5.5, the 7 o'clock start. 
Ottawa visits Columbus, where the high-flying jackets have been a, a tremendous story this year. They're minus 180 with a 5.5 over-under at 7 o'clock as well. The New York Rangers come calling to Toronto, where the Leafs are on fire. They're a minus 120, and uh, 6.5 is the over-under. I guess that's owing to the fact that the Leafs have scored quite a bit lately, and the Rangers, in fact, are going to be starting a third-string goalie, I think, tonight, if I look at the the rosters correctly and it's a 7:30 start then washington goes into st louis that should be a really good tilt the caps are favored they're a minus 135 st louis at home is always a tough out but the caps have been playing well except for one exception recently which you want to crow about for another month i'm sure <laughs> uh, the the uh, goals uh, expected there is a 5.0 on the goal over and under yeah, so for the late slate, uh, Arizona's coming off uh, a, a game last night, and they're traveling to Minnesota. I don't have a line on that one quite yet, but I would be surprised if it was less than minus 200 for the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Uh, they've been on a tear, and, and Arizona's kind of one of our bottom dwellers. Uh, Nashville heads into Calgary. Uh, the Flames are the, the favorite here. Again, one I'm a little surprised, minus 130, though, so not too much of an edge uh, over under a five in that game. Uh, the Avs traveled to Anaheim to play the Ducks. Uh, big favorites here for uh, the Ducks. They're minus 280 uh, with a five over under. Not a ton of surprise there. Uh, Anaheim's starting to really click, and, and Colorado just can't figure it out. Uh, and then our last uh, game of the night, Tampa Bay head west uh, and play San Jose, who is coming off a back, uh, the back half of a, a back-and-back so this one could be close. Uh, again, this is another one we don't quite have a line for yet. Uh, I think due to the fact that they did play that that back-to-back last night, takes a little bit while, uh, longer for those to get figured out. Um, but this one could be close. Uh, San Jose is a quality team. I would expect them to get the, the edge in the money line. But as I mentioned, they are coming off a of back-to-back, but they're also at home. So could be a, a lot of factors going into this one. Yeah, and they might even start a backup goalie tonight. Aaron Dell could get a look in the nets for San, uh, San Jose. We'll have to take a look at that once we go through our position-by-position position look on the FanDuel board. So let's begin that as we start uh, every week with our centers. We'll do this in ranges, folks. And uh, we'll begin with the range of $7,000 and up at the center position. AJ, who do you like and why? Yeah, there's only two guys uh, above, you know, above that 8,000. So I, I think good call to kind of group them all together. Um, if I had to pick one of those 8,000 guys, uh, I think I would give the slight edge to Tavares at, at 8,200. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't uh, opt for either one of these guys. I don't think they offer too much of value ahead of uh, the rest of the guys. And you can definitely save some money. Uh, one quick uh, highlight that I will point out. Uh, both Ryan Getzlaff and Ryan Kessler uh, with Anaheim are about 7,400 and 7,300 respectively. So it could be tempting to take those guys solely based on the matchup. Um, but if I'm narrowing it down to one player, I think it has to be Nicholas Backstrom. He's right at 7,000. So he's on the low end of this stretch, um, but he's riding a seven game point streak has been absolutely phenomenal of late now that he's back on that top line with Alexander Ovechkin. Um, so that's that's my kind of go-to guy in this price range. 
I'm not sure if you're seeing the same thing or something different, Paul. Well, I was uh, I was alerted to the fact that the Rangers are starting a third string goalie tonight, so that makes Austin values Austin Matthews a little more valuable. He's averaged 16.5 points in FanDuel play per night, and that's the highest of anybody in this range, including the two guys over 8,000. So to me, he's a screaming hot value, and and he's been a point of game guy for the last. Uh, several games, I'll say. So this is a pretty tasty matchup. The Leafs are in the middle of a homestand of four games. So they got the home cooking going. It's all fun and games right now for the Leafs. They're 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10. And Matthew's been at the center of that. Scored a beautiful game-winning goal the other night. So I'm, I'm thinking he's a hot pick in this range. I like your call on Ryan Gessler. He's he's uh, got a great matchup against Colorado, and he's been out playing Getzlaff actually most recently, and his points per game reflects that as well. And of course, Nicholas Backstrom probably the hottest stick at the center position, uh, just from top to bottom there. So I think that's that's probably the the best bet along with Matthews in that range. How about we drop down to the six thousand dollar range, AJ, and you tell me who do you like in that six thousand to sixty nine hundred range? Uh, for my money, I would go with Miko Koivu at, at 6,500. He's got a strong matchup tonight against Arizona, who may be starting Louis Domingue tonight. It's, it's, they, they went with Mike S- Smith last night, um, but their coach did uh, he did say he would make a decision on tonight's starter uh, later. So he may go with Smith on both ends of the back-to-back, um, but I would expect Domingue to be in there, which definitely uh, favors Miko Koivu in the, in the matchup there. And I think stacking against this Arizona team tonight, probably not the worst idea for our listeners out there. Yeah, I can confirm that Domingue is the projected starter based on the most recent knowledge that we have. And uh, in addition to the guys in this range that you mentioned, I'm going to say Nazem Kadri for the same reason that Matthews is an interesting choice. Kadri comes in at 6700 bucks, four goals and three assists in his last seven games. Eric Stahl, we've talked about him on the Tuesday show quite a bit. He's got four goals and five assists and $6,400 is the price tag on him. Uh, over the last seven games, really hot. Michael Backlund, a little bit cheaper at $6,200 for two goals and five assists his last seven games, scoring very well. Miko Koivu at $6,500, four goals, four assists, also pr- producing right now. And Evgeny Kuznetsov of the Caps at $6,500, one goal and six assists in his last six games as well. So a number of centers heating up in that range and some good values there. What about we drop down to the 5,000 to 5,900 range? Anybody that you're on there, uh, AJ? Yeah, I highlighted uh, this player during our Tuesday podcast, uh, but Mika Zabinajad potted two goals in his return from injury. He's coming in at just 5,900. I I think still a little underpriced based on, you know, the fact that he is coming in, uh, off of an injury i think they're not quite as sure you know what he's going to continue to do uh coming in he is going up against toronto uh i know it'll hurt to hear but i think there have been some questions in goal uh, of late for frederick anderson um so i think it's a it's a good matchup you know you highlighted the the six and a half over under for this game so it could definitely be a high scoring game and i look for zabinajad to really be one of the guys that capitalizes on that well, I'm all over the Leafs, on, obviously, so far. Tyler Bozak, you know, the top three centers on this team are pretty interchangeable from a night-to-night basis. And Bozak's another guy that's produ- producing consistently with a point-of-game pace over his last seven games as well for $5,500. That's an attractive guy right there. And then Paul Snasty for St. Louis. I know he's got the tough matchup against the Caps, but the the... The St. Louis Club's at home, and Stastny's also got seven points over the last two weeks, so he's on fire right now. What about any value plays, AJ, below the 
from 4,900 and below, I see a couple of names, but I'm curious to know if you've identified some on your end. I know you, know you have. Yeah, the top option for me in that, that really low price range, I think, is going to be Cody Eakin. Uh, Dallas are playing against the Islanders. There's certainly some concerns on both ends in goal. Thomas Grice has been a little bit better of late, uh, so it could be a tough matchup. But Eakin, you know, he's hasn't done a ton yet, but I know we talked about him as a player that could have a big second half uh, on Tuesday. And so I would look for him to maybe start figuring out uh, what he's got going heading forward here. And I'm sticking with the Dallas roster for one of my guys. I'm going to say Radic Faxa for $4,700. You look at a guy who's got nine points over the last two weeks, so he's one of the top producers, top to bottom in that center position, and priced at only 4700 That's a pretty nice tournament play, I think, for tonight's action. And then Patrick Berglund might be in the same boat for St. Louis at a $4,500 price tag. He's got five goals in his last six games, so there's some pretty good value plays there and some guys that would be a really good option in that tournament setup based at the center position on their recent production. Let's turn our attention to the wings, AJ, and we'll start with the the 7,500 and up range there. Who do you like in that grouping and why? I mean, it's hard to ignore Alexander Ovechkin at the top of this, even though he comes in at 8,900. That's a pretty steep price tag. Um, But over the last five games, he's averaging 23.5 FanDuel points per game. You know, he's going up against Jake Allen, who's been terrible of late or Carter Hutton, uh, who's coming off a five-goal shelling. So neither netminder in St. Louis has really been producing lately. So I think that will allow the hot uh, Alexander Ovechkin to keep uh, keep rolling, and it could be another big night for him. Uh, another guy I look to in this price range is Joe Pavelski. Uh, he's definitely a safer pick toward, compared to some of the other uh, kind of hot and cold guys. Pavelski's a little more steady. Uh, he's got six points in his last six games. You know, he's 7,900, so a little bit of a, a price tag there. But, you know, he's less less than Malkin, or uh, I'm sorry, less than Ovechkin, wrong Russian. Um, <laughs> uh, so you can save almost $1,000 there. I'm certainly not suggesting he could have the, the same level of production night to night, but um, could could have a good one tonight. Although, as you highlighted earlier, he is coming off the, the back-to-back, so it could be a slight down uh, for all of the Sharks tonight due to that. You know, I'd like to say I'm I'm not a homer, and I, I make my picks with my head instead of my heart. And and but I'm coming up with all these leaf names. You left up out JVR. He's a guy who's got eight points in his last seven games. So another guy who's been producing very very well. And you got to like him in tight uh, in front of the net. The way he moves that puck around and can get into the roof of the net. Love watching him do that, and he practices a lot too. So uh, I'm a big fan of his. And at $7,500, could be an even bigger fan tonight in this matchup against the Rangers. I, I think their their defense is a little bit. Uh, not not capable, I think, of taking on a guy this size uh, on a regular basis. And then particularly on the power play, he could really light it up this evening. So in addition to the two names you're on, I really like the Pavelski play, by the way. Uh, Ovechkin, of course, is a no-brainer if you can fit him into your lineup. What about the 6,000 to 7,500 range, JJ? Yeah, there's a ton of guys to highlight in right. here. Um, I'll start off at the top. Uh, Zach Parisi for 7,200. This is a guy that you could target to really take advantage of that Arizona uh, Minnesota matchup, although he has failed to score in his last four games. So he's definitely a riskier option on a little bit of a dry spell, but it could be um, a visit, uh, you know, from the Yotes that uh, kind of turns it around for him. Uh, another guy I really like is Rickard Rackle. Uh, he's facing the disaster that is going on in the Mile High City. 
uh, and he's just 6,400. So you're getting a guy that's got three goals and an assist in his last four games, including one of those goals coming on the power play. Uh, if you're willing to be a little more riskier, some of those options have been safer. I do like uh, Mike Hoffman for 6,700. Um, you know, you're kind of avoiding uh, the matchup there. So he's got a, a tough matchup ahead tonight. Um, but if you're willing to kind of accept that uh, heading into Columbus, which is by no means an easy game, he could end up facing Sergei Bobrovsky tonight, uh, which could be tough for him. But Hoffman's been great of late, six points in his last four. Uh, so that's a little bit of a riskier option, but you know, his, his ownership percentage could be down because of that. So it might be a way to capitalize, especially in a, a tournament. Yeah. And in addition to the names that you mentioned, I'm going to go with a couple of guys, uh, that uh, are producing right now. And that's TJ Oshie of the caps at $6,800, nine points over the last two weeks. One of the top producers on the wing position, Hoffman for his part, you said he's a great play. I agree. Six points in the last six games got to like what he's doing. Alex Steen, $6,100, seven points in his last seven games for St. Louis. Another guy who's producing and uh, looking healthy, which is good to see as well. I'll also mention that in a pretty nice matchup, Corey Perry against Anaheim. He's a power forward that they're going to have a tough time handling, and particularly on the power play. Uh, I think he has a chance to have a big night for the, for the Ducks. Let's move down into that uh, range below 6,000, AJ. And are there any other names, six, let's say 6,000 and under, that you might like in this, tel- in this uh, grouping? Yeah, I really like Justin Bailey here at 5,200. Um, he, he's a real value play there. Uh, the Isles are going up against uh, Dallas that is uh, really struggling to figure out what's going on in goal. You know, uh, Bailey is still playing alongside uh, Tavares on that top line last time I checked. Uh, although they have been switching things up now that uh, uh, Jack Capuano is gone. So that could change a little bit, but I like what he's been able to do on the year when, you know, when he's had some of these better matchups. And I think Dallas is is ripe for the picking. I'll give you a few names that I like in this range. Charlie Coyle has been an underrated guy in Minnesota, but a lot of guys are there once you get past Koivu and and Stahl at the center position. This guy's been producing as a top-line winger uh, since early last season, so he's been doing it for a long time. He gets that tasty matchup against Arizona. And below him, I like a couple of guys at the $5,700 price range. And Patrick Sharp, who although he's getting third-line minutes, he is getting a, a piece of the action on the power play, and he's been productive. Of, in the last two weeks as well and I've been high on Matthew Tuchuk a guy who's had a fine uh, campaign in Calgary they, they, he's the type of guy that the general manager and, and president there, Brian Burke, really likes a tough physical guy who's got some good hands he's averaging almost 10 fan duel points per game and has a matchup against a team that's pretty weakened on the defense with uh, missing uh, a couple of top, top end guys there in, uh, in Josie and Subban so a nice matchup for Kachuk in that in that range uh let's go back over to the rear guard position the defense aj the top of the ladder shows brent burns at 8200 bucks a full 800 dollars over the next best guy that's eric carlson all right quick question here off the top are you playing either of these two guys i know it's an expensive option on the blue line but these are two of the best produ- most productive guys in the game i'm not tonight and and it's mostly due to uh wanting to spend in other places i think i'm going to end up sp- uh, saving a little bit money on goalie, but uh, my my wingers are going to be a little bit pricier tonight, uh, so that's going to force me away from these two guys. If you can fit them in and sacrifice in other places, neither one is is a bad choice. I might uh, shy slightly towards Carlson 
in order to capitalize on that savings because that 8200 price tag is just so high you know burns is a phenomenal player but i i hesitate to pay quite that much for him yeah i'm going to be curious to see what the share ownership on is on burns i mean i've got him in my season-long league that we have at rotowire and uh, he's been great obviously one of the top scorers in the league but boy when you put a guy like that in it really hampers the rest of your roster in terms of the average cost that you can put in on on those types but why don't we drop down a little bit then and see if you like anybody in the seven thousand dollar range aj and uh, highlight a couple of those guys if you have them in mind or no we yeah. have actually seven thousand seventy four let's go down a little bit further let's go to six thousand to make it a little bit uh, broader scale so six thousand and up aj let's give it a try yeah the unfortunate part here is it's it's mostly banged up guys right um, you know, PK Subban and Roman Yossi, both from Nashville, are are banged up. It sounds like Subban might be a little bit closer, but I think tonight's going to be a little too soon for him. Uh, and then you've got John Carlson's already been ruled out for tonight for Washington's matchup, and Victor Hedman's been sick the last uh, couple of days, so he may or may not be ready to go. So avoiding all of those guys, <laughs> <laughs> which really limits it here. But I like Mark Giordano for sixty four hundred. You know, he's definitely a feast or famine type player. Um, Some nights he does better than others. uh, And so you kind of have to time it right. I mean, he's coming off his last game. He had a goal and two assists. So that was 32 points. Um, But just the game right before that, he had just 4.8 based on just logging three shots. So really kind of a a feast or famine play. Uh, If you catch him on the right night, though, he can really uh, boost your lineup and and probably will have slightly lower uh, ownership based on guys not wanting to take quite the risk all right and i'm going to add a couple of names from my side and i'm going to say let's take a look at uh let's see um we got john klingberg 6100 dollars, six points in his last seven games shattenkirk you mentioned 6400 dollars, six points in his last seven games those are guys to keep an eye on because a lot of the guys are banged up there. Go with the healthy options and keep an eye on that on the rotor wire lineups, for heaven's sakes. The, you could really screw yourself up if you get a guy who's injured or, or a game-time decision that goes south. So hang, have a look there and don't miss out on opportunities because you didn't check back with us. How about the 5,000 to 5,900 range? I think there's a lot of guys there, AJ, that we can talk about. Yeah, I really actually like uh, uh, Wierinski here. Uh, Zach Wierinski for Columbus, but he is questionable tonight with an illness. So uh, this might be one uh, guy I keep an eye on. If he's going to play tonight, I I think I might slide him into my lineup. So I'll be keeping an eye on that all game. Um, But outside of him, I do want to point out earlier this week, we were asked about Tyson Berry in a season long format. And we both uh, shied away from him, said, uh, you know, advised our, our listener not to take him. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have value in you know, daily formats. And I like him uh, tonight. I know the matchups uh, a little one sided there is Colorado going to Anaheim. And it is tough to get yourself to take one of these uh, avalanche guys because the team has been so bad. Um, But you're getting uh, a guy that's on the number one power play for Colorado who just racked up a pair of assists on Tuesday. He's only 5,400. So I actually like using Tyson Berry tonight and did want to just point out uh, to our listeners kind of the difference between season long and daily guys that you might target. Absolutely. And in this range, you know, uh, another high end scorer. He's got a tough matchup. Ekman Larson, 5,900 bucks, five points in the last six games. There's a bunch of guys that have been productive in this range, AJ. So I'm just going to go through them quickly. Uh, Letty, six points in his last six games. Burgeon, five points in his last seven. 
seven games played. Dougie Hamilton, 5,900 bucks. He's five points in his last seven games. The rumors about trading this guy seems to have quieted down just because he's had such a productive time. Pareko with three points, including two power play markers, which is notable in FanDuel play in his last seven tilts as a guy that his scoring is down overall. But uh, I like the fact that he's producing on the power play. Ryan Suter, a guy who seems to play half the game every night Minnesota lices him up. He's got five points in his last seven games, too, and on pace for a very nice year, but very productive of late. At $5,700, pretty attractive to me. Let's try and make some uh, money for our listeners by going into the value plays in the defense side here. Under 5000 even going all the way down uh, the rest of the way, AJ. Who do you have? So the two guys I would consider targeting here are going to be on the same team, but that's Matthias Ekholm and Ryan Ellis, both of Nashville. We highlighted earlier that P.K. Subban and Roman Yossi are looking like they'll both be out tonight. So these guys are going to be the ones that you're going to want to look at to fill in for them. Uh, Ekholm's coming in at 4,500. Ryan Ellis is a little bit more expensive at 4,800. But both guys are going to see some power play time. They're going to be asked to step up and and contribute on the blue line. So I think this is one uh, place where you can find kind of a guy stepping up for a low cost that's going to get top pairing minutes. All right, I'm going to add Adam Clendenning of the Rangers. He's been four points his last four games. I like that consistency uh, that he's shown most recently, being a factor on the Rangers lineup. He's only a third-line player, but seems to be finding his way onto the score sheet with some regularity that, that is attractive to me as a really neat tournament play possibility. A little bit higher there, you know that I'm high on Matt Dumba. What's not to like about this guy? He's really finding his game offensively. Five points in his last seven outings at 4800 bucks, a good value play. And I know we both like Anton Strahlman, who's kind of rediscovered his uh, top form in the last couple of weeks. He's got three points and a power play goal in that stretch uh, for $4,600. He's going to be a go-to guy with Hedman out of the lineup there. So those are our guys on the blue line. What about in goal, AJ? I know there's a couple of guys at the top end that could be attractive if you fit them in. 9000 yeah, and up, let's say. Yeah, there's a ton of options here. You know, looking at, at their matchups, I think John Gibson and Devin Dubnik, who are facing Colorado and Arizona respectively, might be, you know, some of the, the safer bets here. Um, but I prefer to save a little bit money and get roughly the same quality uh, out of Peke Rene for 9100 The The Flames have lost uh, two of their last three contests and are 20th in the league in scoring. So it seems like a somewhat favorable matchup for, for Rene. And he's averaging 22.8 fantasy points in his last six games. So there's a good level of consistency there and definitely on par with some of the other 9,000 options. So uh, if you're looking to save a little bit of money, I think he might be the route. Although certainly, you know, as I said, Gibson and Dubnik have the favorable matchups. Yeah, tonight. I like Gibson's uh, price tag in this range as the most attractive for me. Four wins and a shutout in his last six starts. He's uh, he's playing well, and he's got the the soft one of the softer matchups on the board. So that's why you would go to him, I think, in this nine thousand and up range. But in the eighty nine hundred down to eighty five hundred, let's take a look at a few of the guys in that grouping there and see what you like there. Yeah, I kind of like uh, just looking at strictly a win option. I like Thomas Grice here at eighty six hundred. He's you know pairing up against Dallas, who have their own concerns in net. So I think he might be able to come out with the win. But it's not going to be without giving up a few goals. Dallas has a high-powered offense, so this is really just trying to capitalize on the on the win factor here. Um, he could face a lot of shots, which will help too. It's a risky play, I'll admit that, um, but I do like to to kind of give our listeners some options that maybe won't 
uh, be hopped on by the majority of uh, players out there tonight. Yeah, well, you know, I've touted a number of Leafs. Why not go with the goalie? He's uh, he's on a bit of a tear in terms of getting the wins under his belt, and that's what it's all about in FanDuel. You've got to get the winning goalie. He faces the New York Rangers. They're, they're already committing to start Magnus Halberg. That's got as much to do with the fact that Henrik Lundqvist just doesn't seem to play well against Toronto as anything else, AJ. So they might be resting King Henrik, who just doesn't like to face the blue and white. And I've seen a lot of lopsided games with him in there. And I expect more of the same. The Leafs won in New York last week, so why not ride on them in the rematch at home for 8900 bucks? Jake Allen, I'm not sure who's starting in St. Louis there, AJ, but if St. Louis gets Jake Allen in the Nets, $8,500, an interesting price tag. I know it's a tough matchup, but St. Louis is at home. What about uh, below that range? Let's go 8400 right down to the bottom and see who do you like in that, in that grouping for some really good value possibilities. Yeah, there's a couple potential backups that uh, look like they're going to get the start tonight based on back-to-backs. Uh, we talked about Louis Domingue. He's 7400 Possibly UC Saros uh, if they decide to give him the first game of the back-to-back rather than Peke Rene. He's uh, 7,800. And then lastly, Aaron Dell at yeah. 7,900. It looks like he's probably going to get the start uh, with Martin Jones having gone last night. And and that includes Magnus Helberg, who you highlighted as well, looking like he's going to start over uh, Lundqvist tonight. Of those four guys, I think I'm going to look towards uh, Aaron Dell. He's been used rather infrequently, but when he has been in the lineup, he's really been uh, capitalizing on that. He's 4-2-0. and and that includes a shutout, and he's got just a 1.96 goals against average. So he's been performing well, albeit uh, infrequently used. That's a great word, albeit, eh? I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Carter Hutton is not expected to be the starter in St. Louis at the moment, but if he does get the chance, he has three wins under his belt and a shutout in his last six games and a price tag of $7,800. Keep an eye on that one because uh, he might become an attractive option. I know he's got the tough game against Washington that I highlighted, but uh, that's a pretty nice price tag behind a very good team in St. Louis as well. AJ, we call up on the Rotowire Optimizer to help us out when we set up lineups. Uh, Give our listeners a, a look at what it shows for tonight's games. Yeah, so a couple interesting trends for the optimizer this morning. And and I will say these can change throughout the day as as different uh, news items affect projections. But as of right now, they're they're high. uh, The optimizer is high on both the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, They start off with John Tavares for eighty two hundred, along with Steven Gianta for three thousand. So those are a pair of uh, Islanders there down the middle. Uh, They do have Alexander Ovechkin at eighty nine hundred. Then the Tampa Bay contingent in the lineup optimizer, Nikita Kucherov for 7,800, Eric Condra for 3,000, and then finally Gabriel Dumont, who looks like he's going to log some fourth line minutes uh, again for 3,000. So some really discounted options there. Uh, seems to be the optimizer likes the fact uh, that, that that Tampa team can put up some goals. Uh, and then on defense, they, they did go big as well with Brent Burns at 8,200. And then another Islander, Scott Mayfield, who may or may not be in the lineup. So that's one to kind of keep an eye on at 3,300. And then finally, the optimizer wrapped it up with Braden Holpe and goal at 9,600. So you can kind of see by those values that the optimizer's highlighting some really high-priced guys. I mean, it's got Tavares, uh, Ovechkin, Burns, and Holpe in. But the flip side of that is it has uh, three, uh, actually four different guys 
at 3,500 or less. So it's kind of a give or take there for the lineup optimizer uh, this morning. Well, it's a heck of an example too, AJ, that shows you what it will cost you in terms of the balance in your lineup when you load up on these kind of guys. But I also wonder if there's a gremlin, or maybe it went manual a little bit this week, and, and somebody in the home office there pick, uh, is a Tampa fan and loaded up on, on Tampa for some reason, <laughs> and also the Islanders. So you might want to check around and see if they went manual there. I know there were some technical difficulties earlier today, but again, I can't to help but restate what you just said that that this is what it looks like when you load up on the top goalie the top winger and one of the top center options you really sacrifice and have to really scrounge for some real uh, outsiders in terms of tournament play possibilities there's a few too many in there for my liking so uh, this is one case where I think the stats man and AJ might be providing better information than the optimizer today <laughs> it's still ranked as one of the best tools in, in the industry and it's worth a look every week and now with that said we're going to put our money where our mouth is and give you our lineups AJ beginning with your picks at center ice yeah, so I did end up going with Miko Koivu to capitalize on the Minnesota-Arizona uh, matchup at 6,500. And then uh, Mika Zabinajad at 5,900. I just think there's going to be a lot of goals in that game tonight, and I think he can be one of the guys that can do it. Uh, if you look back uh, pre-injury, he's on a little bit of a point streak, although the injury obviously uh, in the middle there. So those are my two centermen. Paul, what did you do down the middle of your lineup? Well, the easy one is Nicholas Backstrom. I think when you got one of the hottest guys in hockey at $7,000, you jump all over that. And I take issue with the optimizer. I'm going to put Jason Spezza in one of their top centers who's going to outplay not John Tavares, but anybody else the Islanders put out in the middle of the ice for $6,500. I like that advantage for Dallas. And I like them to win that game, actually, on the road, if I can throw that in. What about your four wingers, AJ? All right, so I had to do it. I had to pay up uh, for Alexander Ovechkin at 8,900. He's just been too hot of late. So if, if Backstrom does well for you, I think Ovechkin will do well for me. Uh, so we'll work together on that one. <laughs> uh, and then Rickard Rackle, uh, that Anaheim-Colorado matchup is pretty juicy. He's 6,400. Uh, and then for the, I did take an Islander here and went Justin Bailey at 5,200. Uh, again, I think Dallas is going to give up some goals. And then one guy I didn't talk about earlier that I did uh, find here, kind of low cost, 4700 for Pavel Buknovic. Uh, he is playing Toronto again, as I highlighted, but he's on a little bit of a tear of late. Uh, he's riding a, a seven-game point streak, and so I think uh, he has a good chance to keep that going against your Maple Leafs tonight. Uh, Paul, what, what, <laughs> what about your wingers? All right, I'm going to start with Matthew Tuchuk. The youngster is finding his groove in Calgary, as I indicated, and I like him against that uh, weakened defense of the Nashville Predators tonight for $5,700. I'll follow that up with Charlie Coyle, who I did give a snapshot about earlier uh, against Arizona. The visiting Coyotes are in tough tonight against a team that's got a size, they got skill, they got mobility. Uh, I think the the... The Ducks, the uh, Coyotes are in for a long night there, and Coyle's going to be a big part of it as a first-line winger at $6,000. That's a pretty good price tag given the profile that he has there. So I'll also then add Brandon Saad for Columbus. What can you say about the Jackets that hasn't been said already? One of the surprise teams in the league, one of the best teams in the league, and I think Saad is one of the reasons why power forward who has all kinds of scoring ability too, and it's reflected in that $6,400 price tag. And I'm picking him against the Senators Club that's starting to have a little bit of trouble keeping the puck out of their own net as well 
Patrick Sharp's a second uh, Dallas player that I'm going to put on my my lineup, and I like him against the Islanders just because he's another veteran and a hot stick that that is firing right now with almost a point of game pace uh, in the last couple of weeks, and a $5,700 price tag, pretty attractive to me. What about your pair on defense, AJ? So of the two uh, Nashville guys that I highlighted uh, that'll be stepping into that top pairing, I think Matthias Ekholm is the one that I'm going to target at 4,500. I think he's uh, got a good chance. It looks like he'll be on their top power play unit, so a good chance to get some points tonight. And then one guy, again, that I I didn't uh, mention earlier but just was too good to pass up when I was putting this all together, Matty Niskanen with Washington. Uh, He's got uh, two goals and two assists in his last two games. Uh, was a favorite of mine as well when he was with the Penguins. Uh, so I love what he can do from the point. He's got a really hard shot uh, and can definitely contribute uh, pretty often. Paul, how does your blue line sh- uh, shape up tonight? Well, I'm going to sound like a homer on this episode. I'm not looking forward to the comments, I guess, from our listeners, unless <laughs> the Leafs blow it. Uh, if the Leafs don't blow it, rather, I'll be okay. But I'm going to pick Jake Gardner, $4,700. He steps into the number one defense role because Morgan Riley's hurt, and he's considered day-to-day and out for tonight's game. But even without that, Gardner's been playing very, very effective hockey for the Leafs. Best hockey of his career, I'll say. And uh, he's the linchpin on the power play on the first unit. And uh, we'll see upwards of 25 minutes in tonight's game for sure. And that means he'll be a part of a lot of offensive forays against that aforementioned third string goalie. So I think that's a no brainer for me. And just about as no brainer as that is Matt Niskanen, the guy who steps into the breach as the number one guy in Washington with Carlson out of that lineup. You get a number one defenseman for $5,000. So I got two number one defensemen on their rosters in, in against good matchups tonight. And, and I really like that as the, li- the key to my team's setup tonight. And rounding it out, your goalie of choice, sir. Well, Paul, I should let our listeners know that you're not always the the total homer. Uh, You were pretty hard on Jake Gardner earlier in the season if you go back and listen to some of our podcasts. So (laughs) uh, he's definitely uh, one that I think was in your doghouse but seems to have uh, escaped (laughs) there. Uh, For my goalie, I am going to take a look at Aaron Dell for $7,900. He's just so cheap at that price tag and has been so good of late. Uh, granted, if he doesn't uh, end up starting, my lineup's going to get completely blown up and I'll have to make some significant changes. But I like what he can do and has done so far this season. And that lower price tag was too much to, uh, for me to overlook. Uh, in net for you, Paul. Well, you know, if you listen to some of our podcasts, we have a lot of fun with the Dallas goaltending. You don't like either one. I happen to be a fan of Kerry Lettinen. Who, who has got the better record of the two play, uh, goalies back there. And he looks like he's going to get the start tonight against the Islanders. There's not too many more teams that are more dif- dysfunctional than the Islanders in the NHL, AJ. And I'm kind of counting on that as a factor that continues for a little while. And, and the reason why I pick also a healthier Dallas team that's starting to get their key players back in the lineup. I just think that things are conspiring against the Islanders tonight in this matchup. And so I'll take Kari Lettinen. But I'll also stress that uh, if, if he doesn't play... Uh, and if Kemper starts in Minnesota, which doesn't look like to be the case, I'll go that route and put Kemper in as the goalie there and insert Seth Jones. So I've got some contingencies in mind, but also if Kemper doesn't start, then I got to go hunting like you and, and probably revamp my lineup. So it really does hinge on what starting goalie is in net for both of us. And, and that's another reminder. I can't stress it enough. Keep an eye on the Rotowire lineups, which AJ and I and a group of our buddies at, at Rotowire headquarters work on every day for you right up to game time. And uh, don't be don't miss out with any late breaking news it's all there on rotowire aj any parting thoughts tonight 
Uh, no, just uh, I, I would add, uh, I guess, if, if UC Saros doesn't get the start tonight, uh, they have the other end of the back of back-to-back tomorrow night and might be a goalie to target on Friday's slate. Uh, I really like what he's done. I've been high on this kid uh, ever since watching him with AHL Milwaukee, kind of my hometown team. So uh, I, I think if he doesn't go tonight, he'll probably get tomorrow night and a, a definite goalie to target for our listeners. Look at that. We talk about extra val- added value on our podcast, and AJ brings it with a minor league update uh, that you <laughs> won't find anywhere else, and even a Friday hint on your FanDuel place. So extra value provided by my wonderful partner today. We hope we've given you lots to think about. That's it in our breakdown for the best FanDuel plays for Thursday's NHL schedule. For me, Paul Bruno, who you can follow at Statsman22, and AJ Scholes, who's a great follow at AJ Scholes24. That's A-J-S-C-H-O-L-Z-2-4. We encourage you to send us your fantasy hockey questions. And we'll do our best to respond quickly, and we will look forward to our Tuesday podcast with a full review of news and notes from around the NHL. So long, everybody. 